Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello, squad mates, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. It is Thursday, so it is time to cover recent gaming news over the last seven days. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he's busy failing to stay in stealth while trying to break out of the Pikes base along with his best friend, Nix. It's Josh. Uh, everybody knows I don't do stealth very well. Um, mm-hmm. I do try. I really try to do <laughs> stealth. And then, then I just start shooting. Yeah. Then I started blasting. Yeah. That, that's exactly my same strategy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I started blasting. Bah, bah. All right. And joining me and Josh, he's busy learning what it means to be a Navi. And no matter what the RDA does to him, he's going to remain loyal and would never turn on his people. It's Ryan. Yeah, never. I would never go to the bad side. That doesn't sound like me <laughs> at all. Never. I'm pretty sure Avatar is not going to give you a choice to join the RDA, but that would that would be pretty oh, interesting. <laughs> that would make me get that game, yeah. Kill all the Navi. <laughs> yeah, that would probably not, not do very well. All right, so guys, we have a lot to cover here today. We have to talk about the Ubisoft Forward, which I know now took place a little bit more than a week ago. But last Thursday when we recorded Gaming News... It was right before the Ubisoft Forward, so we weren't able to cover anything that was there. We have a lot to talk about regarding Star Wars Outlaws, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, X-Defiant, and Assassin's Creed Mirage. Let's start off by talking about Star Wars Outlaws, because I think this is the one we were most curious to see, especially because we just hadn't really seen anything yet. We got a 10-minute video that shows us, frankly, quite a bit of content here in Outlaws. Uh, basically, long story short, you play as a rogue outlaw. It takes place in between the movies The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I know for me, I had very low expectations going into this presentation. I was not really convinced that Ubisoft could make a good open-world Star Wars game, but I'm very curious to hear from you guys. Now that we've finally been able to see footage, what are your impressions? I'm pretty impressed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect a lot from this either, to be honest. Um, and then it, when we initially saw this, we got a little snippet of just like the story part where she's in the cantina. Uh, and then we didn't really get to see the rest of it. And then later on, they said, okay, well, here's 10 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And that is when I was like, dude, this game actually looks pretty good. 
like the the fact that they have done so much with it because initially i was like okay here's she's yeah she's hiding behind cover she's pew pewing people from afar oh look she hit him in the head and they died like that part was kind of like all right whatever but then they show her on like a speeder bike making her getaway that yeah. gave me a little bit of pod racer vibes for for mm-hmm. like a little bit and i was like oh okay and then they get to where she takes off and she blasts off into space and now you're flying around space controlling your ship and dogfights and stuff. And I went, whoa, wait a minute now. Is this like a full-fledged Star Wars game from like top to bottom? Because now I'm excited. <laughs> it, it looked like that to me too. You know, she comes through. They, they were, I thought it was cool too. They had, you know, you got the explosive container. She's switching through guns. And then you got, uh, you know, this, there's this little like uh, alien animal helper friend she's got. And, and you can command it to go do stuff. She saw a gun from an enemy she killed earlier. Commands him over there. Boom. And then she gets a rifle and she can start mowing down guys from there. And, and, and then, like you said, she jumped on the speeder bike, which I loved because, you know, with all the Destiny I played, I loved the Sparrow races. And then same thing with the pod racers. I love that part of it. Um, and then shooting up into space, the, the, once she gets up there, it looked really, really good. And then the, the, the fight, the fighting of it, the dog fights she was doing also, I was like, okay, can we actually get some good, good fight scenes in space, you know, in a ship cruising around with actual, you know, mechanics that work and are, 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 I guess, you know, realistic quote unquote for space. But, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. To me, it looked, it looked super sweet. I'm excited. Yeah. There's a lot to love here. And I was so much more impressed than I thought I was going to be. First of all, I love this new trend where every Star Wars game now just gives you a companion, whether it's a creature or a droid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a really cool device because it allows the character to kind of talk and narrate and see how they feel in different scenes. And it is also really funny to just tell this creature, Nyx, hey, go push that button. And then it starts like the conveyor belts and all yeah. the things moving yeah. and you can like yeah, set It's almost like she can talk to animals, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we covered in our, our Squadcast episode from last Tuesday for our Patreon supporters. Um, yeah, I thought that was really neat. And what I also really loved is, so the whole beginning of this trailer is like the main character working her way out of this base. It starts with stealth, ends up being caught, turns into a gunfight, and then escapes. But when the mission's over, there is someone who works for the Empire who says... Hey, um, I know what you're up to. You might be a threat to the Empire, huh? And then it gives you a choice to either offer a bribe or don't. And the and I love having choice like that in games. Oh yeah. And in this trailer, they say no bribe, and then she's like, "Well, you'll never leave this system alive." And all of a sudden, on all the TVs, it starts showing "Wanted" by the Empire with her face on it. And it was kind of like the movie The Fugitive, where you get like Dr. Richard Kimball on the run and he's in the newspapers and on the TVs. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. And I thought that was really neat where the game gives you choices, but then you also saw how it kind of changes the world at large. And all of those things to me looked absolutely incredible. I thought the combat looks fine. I don't I don't know that the gunplay is really anything all that special, but it looks serviceable. And the dogfighting, honestly, in my opinion, looked a little bit better than Starfield. So all of a sudden, I'm I'm pretty hyped for Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah, there, it, this is a good example of a lot of pieces that make up a greater whole in this case. Because you're right, like that's I kind of you know picked on the gunplay a little bit. It doesn't look great. 
Um, and how many times have we seen somebody ducked behind cover shoot shooting at somebody, you know, as far as that goes, right. but it, you take all this together. That's why I said this starts to feel like star Wars at this point. I mean, there is a speeder bike chase where you are fighting other people on the speeder bike. You go up and you do dog fighting in space, like all that stuff that to me feels like star Wars. It's not one aspect of it. It's everything all put together, the characters, the world, I'll tell you what, it doesn't hurt that this game is absolutely gorgeous as well. Now, we'll see if yeah. they dumb that down a little bit. You know, I feel like they always do this. Like, the game gameplay comes out, and this game looks phenomenal. And then it's like two years later, it's like half as good looking because they go, yeah. oh, well, nothing's going to be able to run this. But this game is gorgeous, too, man. So I, even coming off the, the slight disappointment that Jedi Survivor was to me, and really looking forward to this one because it touches on so many different aspects that all look good to me. Yeah, and this had pretty thrilling sequences, whether it's the speeder bike chase or even in the middle of the dogfight, like they start plotting the course to go into hyperdrive, but then all of a sudden they get shot at, so they have to like jump out of the way, but then it goes back to recalibrating and then it goes into hyperdrive. And, you know, those kind of sequences to me very much felt like what it is like to watch Star Wars, but you get to play inside the universe. Um, this one does not come out until next year, so we still have a long ways to wait, but I was very excited by what I saw here, and I haven't been really excited about a Star Wars game in a while, so this one just might might fit the bill. Yeah. Um, before we move into our next story, we do want to let our listeners know about Patreon support. If you head over to MultiplayerSquad.com, you can sign up starting at $5 a month, and we have some amazing perks like getting bonus episodes twice a month. We just released one earlier this week where we may have debated whether you would rather know every language known to man or have the ability <laughs> to talk to animals. Uh, we do primarily talk about gaming, but there are also some other topics, so please consider signing up for that. And once again, and that's over at MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, moving off of Star Wars Outlaws, we also got a six-minute trailer for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, we have seen a little bit in the past. This trailer here um, started out where they don't necessarily show a whole lot of gameplay per se, but it was a lot of narration of the story. And they gave us quite a few peeks at what the world of Pandora looks like, of what the gameplay is going to look like, Similarly to Star Wars Outlaws, I came into this with zero expectations as well. And um, I'll say it, it, it looks better than I thought it was going to. And I think that Josh has just poisoned me too much against <laughs> Ubisoft. Um, we have trashed Ubisoft hard on this podcast. They deserve it for yes, things like right Skull and Bones. So. Skull and Bones looks atrocious. Far Cry 6. I mean, come on. Yeah. The old Ubisoft formula, the Assassin's Creed series has grown quite stale. Now, we're going to talk about Mirage in a minute. Maybe this will be the outlier. But I think in watching this, I just kind of came to the realization, okay, Ubisoft is still a company. They're not all bangers, but they know how to pump out occasional good content. I thought Avatar actually looked kind of interesting. What did you guys think? I, I This one really honestly wasn't that much on my ra radar at all. Um, mm-hmm it's you know it's avatar I, I still haven't even seen the second one i saw the first one i liked it but as far as the game goes i was kind of lukewarm on it uh, uh, once i watched uh the trailer and, and saw the different areas you can go through i mean there was a lot of cool features that i thought were neat you know you go through these areas and there's different tribes in i'm assuming probably you know north southeast west you know whatever the maps set up but there's different tribes that offer you different 
uh, abilities that you can learn or, you know, develop through them, which I thought was neat. And then uh, you can get, you know, you can use the human weapons throughout the game, uh, you know, guns and rocket launchers and all kinds of cool, crazy stuff, or the typical, you know, traditional Navi weapons, you know, long bows and, and uh, you know, some sort of like focus thing. So it, it seems really cool, the features of that aspect. And then you can get crafting and skill upgrades. Um, you can go hunting. And uh, the thing that really got me excited for it and, and and made me think maybe I will get this is the uh there's an option for a two player co-op. Yes. Which yes. is cool. So I thought that was super, super neat. Other than, you know, the game looked beautiful. The cool foresty areas, you know, if you've seen the movies, you know how cool it looks. So the option to to sit and play that with a friend or or whatever, your kids or, you know, whoever and and play co op again, you know, I, I thought that was really neat and that kind of perks my interest for sure. This trailer caught me off guard because I remember we covered this a while back and we kind of went, yeah, we, we need to see some more about it. But this game looks really good. Uh, I mean, graphically speaking, it's pretty darn impressive. Yeah. And then it just gets more so because it's like this feels like a full-fledged game. I, I mean, Ryan touched on it. You can use machine guns and weapons, and the, the gunplay actually looks pretty decent. Man. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, and then if you want to go like traditional Navi with your bow and arrow, they show them like sliding along the ground and just shooting a big arrow straight into like a flying hovercraft <laughs> thing. And then, and then it kind of starts to <laughs> stagger because you just got hit by a six-foot arrow. And I, I mean, I, I, everything I saw in this was super impressive to me. They showed you flying around on the little dragon things. I don't know all that. It's Avatar very vertical. Lore, so yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. It almost reminds me of Anthem in a way where it's like you're just flying all over the place, man. You're you're you know diving down waterfalls. You're flying up to mountains and stuff. You know, Ryan mentioned you go to see another tribe, but these tribes ride the horses. So now it's like you can learn from that tribe and then tame the horse, which you'll use in some aspect or another. I think this game looks fantastic. I will say, after watching the whole trailer and being really, really impressed, I did at the very end get the, oh, wait a minute, this is Far Cry, but in <laughs> but in Pandora. <laughs> Yeah, like honestly, like if you watch the whole thing and then you start to see some of the where you're liberating bases and all that stuff, it doesn't seem like it's a pure rehash, thankfully, but it's definitely drawing from that Far Cry DNA. But I'm okay with that, dude. Far Cry, they're good games. They just started to get too routine and they weren't mixing it up enough and it became the annual release of whatever the Far Cry was. But there's a lot that Far Cry does right. So you give me that in Pandora and I'm in. Yeah, I thought this one looked really exciting. I really loved the fact that you can use the human weapons. So kind of the story of this one is where you get kidnapped as a Navi and they're trying to like brainwash you to fight against other Navi and convert you to the humans. But then you somehow fall into a coma for 15 years with like an abandoned outpost or something. And so now you wake up. And you have to like reintegrate into Navi culture, which has changed, changed over the last 15 years. And the only thing I'll say is that it's kind of the exact same story as both Avatar movies. Like, I don't know how many times it needs to be, oh, this is what it means to be a true Navi. And it's that the human pollution is bad and we got to protect the environment. Like, yes, that's a, that's a fine message. I'm all for it. But it did seem like, is this just going to be the exact same story that I've already heard multiple times in the movies? 
I'm hoping that it'll be something a little more significant than that, or not significant, but a little, a little bit different than that. We got to have some really interesting side characters, side missions, world building. It can't just be pollution is bad. So I'm hoping that there's a little bit more of a draw story wise. Yeah. Uh, right. releases, well, uh, releases on December 7th also, thankfully, so we don't have December completely chock full of games yet either. Yeah, <laughs> at least not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we still have a little bit to talk about here with the Ubisoft Forward. So there is a game here that I know Josh and I have commented on in the past called X Defiant. This is really just the long and short of it is it's Ubisoft's take on Call of Duty. Uh, in this, we did not get any new gameplay. They basically just showed some compilation footage of different streamers playing X Defiant for a minute or two. But then we did get to learn a lot more about how the game is going to launch and the game and the, the, uh, plan for the first year. So this game is going to be in open beta from June 21st to the 23rd, which means if you're listening to this the day of release or the day after, you can still hop in and get a taste of X Defiant. The game is going to be free to play. It is set for launch this summer. And Josh and I already said that we're quite optimistic about this one. We've kind of turned the corner with Ubisoft where everything looked bad for just so long. X Defiant, I think, might be really, really interesting. I, If nothing else, I think it's a lot more fun to look at than Call of Duty. And if it's just Call of Duty with bright, colorful skins and more interesting environments, I'm all about it. Uh, how, how do you guys feel about X Defiant at this point? I cannot wait to try this open beta because I think this game looks really, really good. And I like having a shooter to kind of fall back on when I just want to mm-hmm. hop on for five or 10 minutes, you know, or, you know, hey, nobody's on playing anything. What am I going to play? I mean, my two go to's are Rocket League and Overwatch. And I'll be honest, I'm getting pretty fed up with Overwatch at this point. Um, and so yeah. having that shooter game that I can just hop into, uh, play a few matches. It's new. It's fresh. Uh, this game looks really good to me, man. I I cannot wait to try the beta to see if it holds up in that regard. But I love so many things about what I see. I love the different classes, the abilities. You know, you can play. Uh, it is a fast-paced shooter, um, but there is some tactical stuff involved with, like, you know, do you go, you know, active camo or heals for your team or stuff like that as well. I'm. I'm pretty pumped on this one, man. So I I love that it's going to be free to play too. There's zero like commitment in that regard. If you wind zero up risk. loving it, and yeah. and you know, of course they're going to have monetization, and that's fine. Like nobody, I don't begrudge somebody earning money on something in 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 regards to this. But I love the fact that it's going to be free. I can hop in at any point. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, I I, I never I never played X Defiant, so um. I'm interested to see. I'm I'm happy to know that it is free to play, so I can get on and check it out. Um, I mean, even with with I was always more of a Battlefield guy than Call of Duty. Uh, but you know, it, it, I did think some of the stuff looked cool to me. You know, the the active camo, the different abilities that you could do. So that stuff looked neat. Um, the the gameplay from what I saw, the little little bits of the streamers did did look pretty neat. So I mean, I, I'm you know. It's one of those things. If if you guys are on, I'm down to try it, you know, and, and check it out and play, you know, we play together because that's what makes those types of games fun, anyways. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know, um, I, I saw. Is it is it the um, 
in the world of division or what is it? I think it is in the world okay. of division. Yeah, with some of the different factions and stuff. Yeah, I love division, so I played a ton of that. So um yeah, that that also got me kind of perked me up a little bit and I love the options of different classes so you can kind of channel to what what your gameplay style is the best uh at. So yeah, no, I I'm I'm interested to try it out. It it looked pretty sweet and uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. I was going to say the first time we covered it, they I remember it was like they had the cleaners from the division, which those people all had like flamethrowers ah. for their ultimates and stuff like that. Like this game, it is I mean, it's a run and gun shooter kind of game. I mean, a very much all a Call of Duty, but I think that they add enough stuff to it to set it apart. And I'll be honest, the maps look great, the gameplay looks smooth and fluid. I, it just it seems to be doing everything right that you want to see from a game like this. Uh and so I mean, man, let's hope it has good matchmaking. Or wait, actually, isn't this the game where they said that matchmaking wasn't going to exist? Where they I said, re- like, I don't remember if that was this or the finals. Because to me, we keep getting news I about know. both, and they're both free to play shooters. So I'm not entirely sure. I don't know how the matchmaking works. I think it's this one, and they came out and said, "No, nah, it could be wrong on that." But I remember them coming out and saying, "Like the problem with MMR and matchmaking is, is that." You, you wind up with this kind of bland scenario all the time where it's fun to be the guy that's wrecking house occasionally, you know, and sometimes you should come up against a guy that's kicking your butt. And, and I think that's what they said they're doing in this one. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I'm very excited to try it. I love the idea of Call of Duty with a couple abilities, but not not necessarily as sweaty as Valorant where you right. can't even peek corners. So if it finds a good match between those two, I'm excited. They also have a very aggressive roadmap for the first year. So the game is going to launch in what they are calling preseason, which will have 14 maps, 24 weapons, and five factions. And then over the course of a year, they are going to add on top of that 12 new maps, 12 new weapons, and four new factions. So every single month, you're going to be getting pretty major updates to this game. And I'm excited to try it. I've played the finals a little bit. I think the game has a lot of promise, but I'm a little bit more excited to try X Defiant personally. All right. And then moving on, the last thing from the Ubisoft forward that I think we have to mention is Assassin's Creed Mirage. We have talked a little bit about this the last few weeks, but we got video which takes Basim through what I would say is a pretty thrilling mission in Baghdad. You kind (laughs) of get to see the whole mission from beginning to end. And uh, what do you guys think about this gameplay? It I, definitely feels like we're back to the basics. I loved it. I was so I loved excited. It so yeah, I was watching it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! It took me back to being like 19 years old, just playing it in my apartment. You know, like Assassin's Creed, the first one or second. Like, I I love. You know, he takes off right away, throws down that uh, stand or the shelf cart area thing, and then just boom, puff of smoke. All the guys fly back, and then he he's running <laughs> along. You can get blow darts. You can get yeah. sleeping blow darts, and you just you see him. He creeps in the the weeds, and then he's funk, and, he just and then of course the, the guard goes to check yeah. out the body, and then you assassinate him. Yeah, then you go and get behind. the other one. I'm like, yeah. yes, perfect. That is that's the gameplay that I loved in the Assassin's Creed, and then, and then other games like that too, where you can put guys to sleep and then knock the other ones. The one other thing that I thought was really really cool is that there's a part where you can do like a sequence kill. Yes. Where yeah, you can line them up, and then you see like it's almost like a ghost shadow of of him through the areas. You select each guy that you're going to attack, and then you start the sequence, and it's boom, boom, 
boom, and you take out each each one of them. And so you can like plan these attacks when you're doing these kind of big assassinations where you, you got a big boss and he's got a bunch of guards. And so you got to kind of take out a bunch of these top guys and then you can move down to the, the boss and attack him. So I, I was so geeked out watching this trailer. I, I'm I'm excited and I haven't been excited for Assassin's Creed in a very long time. I feel the same way, man. I... I was very hesitant. I've been, I'm like you, I've been down on the Assassin's Creed series forever and a day. It's all felt the same and it's gotten too big and bloated and all that stuff. And they kept saying, oh, well, we're going to return to our roots. And I went, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You know, but dude, this legitimately looks like they went back to their roots, put it, it made it look phenomenal, made the yeah. gameplay look really good, added enough tweaks. Like you said, like that sequence kill. Um, and it's weird because on the screen there was a bar with like little segments. And so I think those like segments are points. how many people you can kill in the sequence. And then you have to spend those. And I don't know how hard they are to regenerate or whatever, but I thought that was really, really cool. They showed him throw down a poison trap because he knew after he assassinated the oh, captain yeah. or whatever that it was like the guard was going to come running. So then the guard comes running and the poison explodes and then the guard passes out. Like, it just this, runs right by him. Yes. Like this touches on <laughs> everything that made Assassin's Creed great, man. You know? And so I, I didn't want to get excited for this because again, you know, we have trashed Ubisoft in a while, but I'll tell you what, man, this is the kind of Assassin's Creed game that I miss playing that I am actually really excited about. And I hate to say this, but between. Star Wars Outlaws, Avatar's Frontiers of Pandora, X Defiant, the new Assassin's Creed Mirage, like Ubisoft. Yeah. Are, are you crushing back? it? Like, are They're you back? It. <laughs> I want you to be because I'm tired of trashing you all the time. But well, what man, are you we're skull do? and bones. Yeah. We're skull and bones on that list, Josh. No, no, skull and bones. You know, they're not perfect yet. They're they're still getting over whatever disease they had, you know, and so it's, you know, they're they're shaking off some of that effects. But I'll tell you what, I love this lineup. I love the fact that they look like they're not just regurgitating content and spamming 50 gajillion icons on a map, but Assassin's Creed Mirage, I think looks phenomenal. There's also one part that I thought was really interesting where he goes to climb into the prince's palace or whatever it's labeled. And it immediately pops up like you're in an area you're not supposed to be right. Like it turns red, but then he drops in next to a group of women and starts making small talk with them while the guards are walking by. And I thought that was a really funny touch, like trying to blend in with the crowd as an assassin, right? Like that's yeah. kind of part of the whole thing. So all of that I thought looked absolutely incredible. They also showed like a job board, which started the mission. And the different missions have different parameters. So you get like a bonus if you complete this assassination without taking any damage. Or, you know, things of that nature. But yeah, I mean, guys, we're back to just parkour, running the rooftops, doing assassinations, fighting your way out. I mean, it looks like an absolute blast. We're, we're going to have to deep dive this one, I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm that. in, too. <laughs> I'm in. I, I really liked what I saw in this one. I liked it. They, like I said, you, you know, Ryan mentioned the blow dart, but it's like you got a guy, he walks up and he's like, hey, I've got some new tools for you. And then you get to pick which one you want. You know, and they didn't show what all the different tools were, but I'm like, I like this idea too, because maybe I just need to get away, right? Like, so maybe I get like a good smoke bomb where it gives me a head start on running from the thing. I, I just, I like that aspect. I like the sequence aspect that they showed. You know, of course, they showed the dive into the card of hay because that's an Assassin's Creed calling <laughs> card. I yeah. did, yeah. I did have to laugh at the dive into the rose bush. 
Oh, that would hurt. I laughed at that, yeah. I laughed at that, too, because it's like, that is not a good thing to dive into, man. He should crawl out and be like, ow, covered in scratches. Picking thorns out of him and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. so, uh, but yeah, this, like you said, the parkour looked really good. Um, Graphics looked great. Gameplay looked good. I'm, I I don't want to get burned by ubisoft but i don't think we are on this one either no this one's this one's i think this one's gonna be like a you know as close to a guarantee as it is I that hope was, so. there was another spot too where uh like you said the smoke bombs when he was running out you know he throws that red smoke bomb down boom and then the guards you know are all ah, blinded and he just runs past like three of them and just boom takes out and then i saw this part where um you can do like continuation kills so you have two guys you know, obviously, if you just nuke one, the other guard's going to see you and they're going to get alerted. So you can kill the one guard and then look over and target and throw yeah. the knife. Yeah, Paul just did the gesture. You can throw the <laughs> knife and just and just hit the other one. Boom. You took him out. You're you're still, you know, undiscovered. And then you can carry on, you know, sneaking around and lurking. But yeah, th- I'm... If you can't tell, I'm very, I'm very excited for this game. <laughs> I am too. What's more fun than playing a really fun assassin game? Like that's to me, it's being an assassin and being a bank robber. Like yeah. those are the two that if you can make it run well, it's a hundred percent up my alley. I like this too for somebody like me where I do enjoy some stealth, but I don't want a fully stealth based game. I don't want my game to be a hundred percent stealth. So this works perfect for me because it's like I get to do a little bit of stealth. But then I get to fight or I get to run, you know, and then I get that little mix of that where it's not just 100% of the time I'm creeping around and, oh, no, somebody saw you mission over kind of thing. Like, so yeah. I, I love the balance on this one. He pulled out that big old sword like in that one battle when he, yeah. you, show, you saw the boss fight and then he just whips out the big old sword and then you can start sword fighting guys and yeah. then just then sneak away. So, oh, man. it looks great so yeah rare praise for ubisoft all around i don't know about you guys i felt like the ubisoft forward kind of blew everything from last week out of the water um i think the starfield showcase is maybe the one instance where it was right up there with this one but i felt like this really blew out the xbox showcase and certainly the pc gaming show i can't believe i'm gonna agree (laughs) with you on this one paul but you know what i i have to i have to say good job ubisoft man Oh my god! Hey, save okay, save sorry. that audio, Paul. Save that. <laughs> this is like on par when I was referencing Ark, and I just typed "I ate my poop," and Josh took a screenshot and just started sharing it without context. <laughs> so yeah, Josh praising uh, Ubisoft is about on par with with that statement. Oh man! Oh, I love it. All right. Well, I think that wraps up today's show. We do want to say thank you to everyone for listening. Make sure to go check out our Patreon page over at MultiplayerSquad.com to unlock those bonus episodes. And you can follow us everywhere on socials at MultiplayerPod. We do have new episodes every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday, so make sure to check all those out. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See you, everybody.